Sports Matters. I am your host, Kevin Drake. Good morning to your other host, Mr. Matt Bird. How you doing? Not too bad, Kevin. How are you? Very, very well. Got Rams camp going on. All camps have uh, started over the weekend. I believe yesterday, most teams are in pads now. So what was your uh, experience of going to training camp for the first time this year? I tell you what, the team looks great. Obviously, they're they're getting back into it. Todd Gurley looks 100% healthy. There's no issues with the knee, and they got a lot of depth. I was really watching the defensive line. It was cool seeing Aaron Donald in camp. If you remember, the last two years, he wasn't in camp because he was holding out. And to watch him do certain little drills, he does everything, the littlest things, so well. He really elevates the defensive line. So between him and Brockers, those are the big guys on the defensive line. Now you got some open spots. Ndamukong Sue is not mm-hmm. there anymore, so you need someone to fill in for him. But there's a lot of young guys that are really fighting hard. You got a guy, Marquise Copeland, out of University of Cincinnati. He's fighting his way to get on the team. He's actually a college free agent. He wasn't even drafted. And then you look on the offensive side of the ball, John Sullivan's retired. A second year guy that Jared Goff is mainly working with is going to take over the center duties. Oh, that's big though. Yeah, that's huge. The center position is very important in football. Does the overall take, does it feel like a Super Bowl winning team? Definitely. The vibe feels like a Super Bowl winning team. But you know, it's kind of like what Coach McVay says it's a new season. It's a new slate. You just got to win every day, things that you can control. It's all the little things they do in practice is winning those moves, the drills, whatever the drills are. They just continue to do them well. Like when I was watching Aaron Donald on the defensive line, like they'll run through these drills and he would just destroy it. It raises the level of play of all the other guys who are like, oh, wow, I want to be just like AD. So I'm going to hit those pads just as hard as he did. It's, it's the L.A. Rams. Aaron Donald is AD. AD, yeah. So would you say the intensity is the same as last year or even more than last year? Even more so. It's like the guys are excited to be back. At the same time, it's training camp. You don't really know when you're watching them doing like drills. but you Actually, you do. When you watch them... It's the little things, and I, I really enjoy Coach Aubrey Pleasant. I actually got to talk to him for a minute. And I just told him I really enjoy watching him coach because he's so passionate, and he just says, hey, I'm really grateful and I'm blessed to be in this position. I love what I do. Just doing the little things so well. When you start watching the drills, you're like, oh, wow, look at all the work they do just to become football players, just to get in shape. It's pretty amazing to yeah. watch. And then the second part of the practice, they'll do the 11-on-11. 11 11. Bortles actually is looking really good. Remember that quote he said way back when? He goes, I've never seen coaching like I had with the Rams. Well, yeah, coaches <laughs> everything. It's early right now. And, you know, it's like, Of course. And that's what the coaches say. Yeah, yep. it's early. So yeah. it's like, you don't really know what we're going to get. It's like, if they played the Super Bowl today, I have no idea who who's going to win it, you know? So it's early. It's July. Football doesn't start until the end of August, early September. You know, I'm just kind of, kind of. One guy's back. You want to hear from him, Cooper Cup, and what he has to say? Yeah, I do. I just feel like I'm running over myself right now. But uh, that stuff will all calm down once I just settle in the groove. And, um, but it feels great to talk to you guys. When you got word that, you know, after talking with the trainers, uh, that you were going to be able to be a full go to start training camp, how, how pleasing was that? Just getting over that hurdle. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's huge. Just to uh, put the time that uh, we have, just trying to get this thing back. Uh, and the, uh, the time that's gone into just developing the plan, even. Um, I mean, I'm just so appreciative of uh, everyone that's been a part of helping me get to this point. I know there's a lot of work ahead still. Um, you know, just because just you're clear doesn't mean you're there yet. So, to continue to attack this thing, it was just another step. At least, you know, allowed me to be out here today, um, back with the guys. Is there anything you can't 
yourself? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, today I, you can't simulate out here going against guys, going in a team setting. You know, this is the first time I can really, you know, simulate that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, through all my rehab, I, I feel like I've had to hold back at all. So this is just one more step in that. And, uh, Is there any bit of a mental um, challenge, just not worrying about it and just cutting loose 100% and not and just putting that out of, out of your head as far as? Uh, I think there there can be, um, but you know, when you put in the time, you, when you do the work off the field, when you're doing everything you can uh, in the other 22 hours of the day, when the two hours you come out here, you feel pretty confident you're going to let loose, let it fly. And, uh, just playing football, you know, you step out on the field, and you stop worrying about the knee, you stop worrying about anything else, and just going out there and playing football. Like you said, I mean, even more so when the ball's in the air, you're not thinking about it. You know, when the ball's in the air as a receiver, it's just, uh, you want to be a fish, you catch a dog out there, you see it in the air. It's your third year in this offense. How comfortable do you feel, and are there new wrinkles that you guys are still adding to it? You know, I, feel, I feel very comfortable with it, um, and it, but in no way is that going to be a lead to complacency either. Um, you know, we can to continue to attack it um, as many years as you spend in an offense uh, I don't think you ever stop you know really learning it and, and being able to master it, the little nuances of it and you know I've heard a story about Peyton Manning as many years as he played um, in really in, in Indy when he was there for a long time playing this in uh, really the same offense and uh, you know first day of install he still have pages of notes um, down you know he wasn't complacent and taking anything for granted all that he wanted to continue to master his offense and um, you got the guys on his team that do that same thing. You were gone for so long, and you kind of said at the beginning you're tripping over yourself with excitement. Was there something when you were gone that you brought out today uh, in terms of a greater appreciation? Oh, um, surely. Um, I think it, it's kind of a sick. It's kind of a sick fact of the world that uh, humans, I think, don't appreciate what they have until it's taken away from them. Um, so you know, as much as I love football before being back out here and doing what I love, and um, you know, you really see just how much it means to you when you don't get to go out there and do it every day. Um, I think the biggest thing is the guys, the guys you get to do this with, uh, every part of this Rams organization you get to come in and be a part of um, just attacking the day-to-day, uh, putting together a, you know, a successful year and uh, you know, we've got uh, lofty goals for ourselves and um, you know, but at the same time we've got day-by-day goals and uh, just to come in to attack things again with those guys. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's an incredible life I get to live here with that. Definitely is a credible life he gets to live, and it's so good to have Cooper Cup back in action, and it's good to see him out there, just like as if he was last year in camp, out there catching passes, being fearless, but also being very, very grateful. I want to touch on what he said. You don't really appreciate what you have until it's taken away from you, and the fact that he went through that whole process. That's the one thing. When you ask me about what the vibe in the camp is, everyone is so humble. And another thing, I've said this last year too, but they're so great with the fans. This is one way to get up close to your favorite football players on the Rams, get autographs or whatever the case may be, or just to say hello, you know, shake their hands like, hey, it's nice to meet you. They're just so humble and they're so catering to their fans. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah. You're kind of, you bring up a good point. Um, when you go to these kind of things, you get the not big NFL stadiums. You don't get this. You get a more personalized feel. You get this 
once of a kind experience where you're right next to the people that you kind of idolize and you could hear it in the background of it it's like it's tough to hear because everyone is cheering and you you have all that and it's exactly like that the entire day when you go to these kind of things you get a sample exactly the feel of it because you know they sit at the press conference on the field but you can hear them hey yeah and as soon as someone walks by like aaron they start yelling and cheering even i love you (laughs) yeah that's all it is but it's it's a great experience yeah, it's a great experience. It's definitely worth going to. It's loud there. They're bumping music. Everyone's yelling. It's a high-energy kind of vibe. It's really fun to go to. The Rams go up to Napa Valley. Yeah. And they're going to be on Hard Knocks August 7th and 8th. Wow. They're doing a joint practice with the Raiders. Then, I, I guess after they play their preseason game, then they go to Hawaii. And they'll be there for a bit. And then they'll end up in Cal Lutheran in Los Angeles You know, yeah, to, so to round out their preseason. So since they had a whole bunch of success last year, you won't see them as much on the UCI campus. They're a hot team, and hot teams get put it all over the place you know they're going up the napa they're going up all over the place but tell you what i really like this defense and also the linebackers we got clay matthews he said in the press conference yesterday he goes i feel there's a need for me to be here oh yes there's definitely a need for you we definitely need you on a linebacker crew so think about it on the defensive line obviously you got aaron donald and michael brockers so you got two really intelligent guys and and even Fowler on the edge. And then Clay Matthews, pretty much the smartest guy on the linebacking crew. Then you got Eric Weddle and Akeem Tlaib in the backfield. It's like you got like captains all over the place. That's for sure because you have so many great veterans. And if they're able to co, you know, work together as they we expect them to, you know, as, as long as everyone is kind of on the same page, which it seems like in these early camps, this team is going to go very far. In terms of defensively, like you saw them last year, they held teams to zero points in a couple of games. You don't see that in the NFL really ever. Even uh, in the Super Bowl, they still held the Patriots to 13 points. Really, we, 10. I mean, that was a turnover on the one, but 13 Wade points. Wade Phillips yeah. likes donuts. Yes, he, he does. likes those donuts. So. so you asked about Todd Gurley. Let me just roll the clip here about Todd Gurley's press conference yesterday. Hey, Todd, how's it feel to be back at it? Feels good. Feels good.
It's the same stuff every year. But is there any frustration, like you wake up and there's a story on somebody reports something that might or might not be true, and you have to kind of deal with that, and then you have to answer to it? And No, because I don't entertain stuff. When you entertain stuff, that's when people, you start letting stuff get to you. You start being emotional. And it's the internet, like. Yeah, right. How serious can you take the internet? I mean, you know, for some people it's their job. Like, let them do their job. You do your job. Your job is to, my job is to play football. Your job is to write and report. Like, so it's, it's not. I don't take it anyway. I don't feel no way about it. You know, you gotta have a story. You gotta have something to talk about. It's the off season, so it's just like, you know, it is what it is. Anything you had to prove to yourself, Todd? Nope. Definitely business as usual. Uh, you know. Whether it's anybody, it doesn't matter how hard you work out in the season, you still want to, you know, knock the dust off a little bit and, you know, just get out here and get your feet moving. But, um, I mean, obviously, being here with less, I mean, I'm thinking about the extension and stuff. <laughs> I, I need to find out how much they make it. <laughs> but, um, actually, congratulations to um, Les and uh, Coach McVay. Um, definitely deserve it. They helped me get my deal. We all helped them get there. So it's like, you know, we all work together. So I'm super excited to be around those guys for, the, uh, for more years to come. And, uh, but what was your question again? Just if it's, you know, at this point in your career going into a training camp, oh. is it like business as usual or is there something out there that you're kind of pursuing differently? Um, I mean, now it's like, I mean, I've done everything. enough to be able to be a first-round pick, to, to be an awful player, to be in Los Angeles, play with great teammates, great culture staff, like, uh, just great staff period on the round, so it's not really too much. Third year. Any specific plan in place for your training camp? Can you describe what that plan is? It's a great plan. Um, <laughs> better in <plan. laughs> That's why I love Coach. That's why I love Reggie. That's why I love the whole strength staff. That's why I love the Rams. Uh, it's going to be a good, good camp. You know, obviously when it's time to work, it's time to work. But when it's time to, to sit back and relax, you know, I need to do my part as well, making sure I'm ready. Getting mentally prepared, and just staying focused, helping other guys out. When you look around, how much football to play? How much yeah. practice does it involve? Uh, I mean, football ain't nothing but practice, so I don't really have a choice but to do that. But um, it'll be it'll be a good plan. You know, obviously we, we've been able to talk about it. And, um, you know, all I can worry about is day by day. You know, focus on these meetings that's about to come up. And, you know, worry about tomorrow. You look around professional sports and there's more and more of load management and, and trainers listening to the athletes and coaches and understanding the importance of that. Um, is that somewhere along the lines of what you're going to do? And do you think that that's important that it, coaches are starting to come around on, on that end of it? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about us. We're the ones out there practicing. We're the ones out there playing. And when you have a great staff as when we did, you know, you can communicate. And, I mean, some stuff, you know, it's just like, it's like, you know, preseason stuff. Like, yeah. It's pointless. Common sense. So it's like, why would y'all want me to play in preseason? But having that understanding, being able to communicate with those guys, 
and uh, have a plan, but then also know that you know that I'm not doing preseason. It's not that's not my time to relax. That's my time to still be out there helping other guys, um, and also whatever I have to do on the side with Ted or the strength staff. You know, I need to do that as well. Too. Confidence that you have just seeing all the magazine covers and photo shoots and stuff you did this summer now coming in here, it just seems like you know, just a different kind of um, energy about you. Like I said, I've been doing this for years now. It's like, what's uh, understood? I don't have to be a Well, that was Todd Gurley. Talk and it just seems like, you know, they're just asking the same questions over and over again. He sounds great. I mean, what do you think? Just from what you heard there. like He, well, he, he sounds confident for sure. We'll see how he bounces back from a knee injury. And Malcolm yeah. Brown is a very good running back. He's, he's, he's one of those guys that you looked at and you're like, you don't think of him as the Rams running back. But when he gets the ball as a spell back, like this is the season where you have to look at him and be like, okay, he's going to get a lot more touches than he did last year. Just because of the workload of Todd Gurley has been going, you know, and his usage rate is through the ceiling in general for the Rams, right? Because their offense is predicated around him running the ball so that they can open up the passing lanes. And when you have that kind of a running back, which we do, you want to just keep giving him the ball. But you have to think about this from the long-term perspective. Do you still want to be dominant and have Todd Gurley be really good when he's 30, you know, do you still want to have a dominant running back? And that is all predicated off of giving him a little bit less touches. Well, yeah, I don't think he would have had as many touches had Malcolm Brown been healthy. Yeah, he wouldn't have. Yeah, that's right. And so I, he had to take on heavy load. You saw how it wears down. I mean, the NFL, it's a brutal game. It's a brutal game. It's yeah. like you're, you're playing. But he has the benefit of great coaching. Yeah, They're going to utilize him, right? He's confident. And he knows. They got a taste of the Super Bowl last year. And I know it's not the result that they wanted, but they're going to be hungry for that. Obviously, it's everyone's goals to win the Super Bowl. Is that it's right? plain and simple. The thing is. Everyone's goal to win a Super Bowl. Hey, have you heard this? I'm going to roll this little clip right here. You got to listen to this. Have Everybody you- right now has dreams. Dreams, don't they, guys? I said it to the rookies. All right, everybody in the NFL, I have a dream of making it in the NFL. I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm into nightmares. You guys with me on that? You got to end somebody's dream. You got to take their job. You got to take their heart. Are you guys, you guys clear about this NFL now? We're not trying to go to the Peach Bowl. We're not trying to go to the Gator Bowl or the Blue Bonnet Bowl. We're trying to go to the Super Bowl, okay? And to do that, you got to really try to end somebody's dreams. Are you clear on that, Farrell? Okay? I mean that now. So get into that. <laughs> it's too much, man. Oh, my. I mean, that plays into hard knocks, but it, it's true. I never heard that. It's usually like, yeah, I have a dream to be in NFL. I have a dream of winning the Super Bowl, but it's like, no, I want to be somebody's nightmare. you got to end their dreams. And he's right. 31 other teams, in addition to his, want to win the Super Bowl. So how do you separate yourselves? You just got to get that mindset where I'm going to end your dream. Whatever it is, whatever it is to fire up your team. Yeah. He's like, I can handle that. I can handle that. Of course him. he can. I mean, come on. He's been on TV for this long time. And, you know, everybody was judging him by the one season because, you know, we're in this instant society where it's like instant results. Not so much him. It's just the way it kind of worked out. But they got to understand they signed him to a 10 year deal. It's like, what did you think was going to happen the first season? They're going to run to the Super Bowl and win? No. Yeah. He's also not going to use the guys that he 
And yeah. he also had to get reacclimated back being a well, head coach. But now you can just hear it in his voice how confident he is. It's it's more of I think that when he came in, he looked at the team and he said, "None of these are my guys. None of them, including Derek right. Carr, who's yeah. Derek Carr is amazing. Like he's good. He just doesn't didn't have an offensive line last year. He didn't have very many weapons. And he went out and he cleared." All this room. Yeah, you just don't know. It, you it's, don't know it's just what's how, how, it, how it's all going to come about. Like you know? I, I hear that a lot. I hear that yeah. they took the yeah. wrong person at four. I hear that, and it's just like, you don't know. Yeah, you, you don't, don't know until you see him in camp, and then once they adjust to the pro level, who knows, they might even, that guy probably be the best guy yeah, you know, on a professional who level. Knows? Look at Jamarcus Russell. He was the most talented, had the strongest arm, and he turned out to be a bust. Oh, I mean. well, that I mean, like, it makes <laughs> sense. He was also not the brightest. I would say this there's some people that you know like you know when they go into the right system you see where they get picked and you're like oh he's gonna be successful this nfc west got a lot better a lot better well yes i mean well garoppolo is gonna be back garoppolo is gonna be back and they get they get their person that they wanted to have last year at running back in jarek mckinnon will actually play this year after suffering a season-ending injury in training camp. So he'll play this season. They signed a whole bunch of really good players in the offseason. They're really young. It's going to be tough. This, it's, it's, well, NFC West is tough. I think the Niners are much improved. I think Seattle's tough. But one last clip. We'll listen to the confidence of uh, Coach Sean McVay here. Along the stretch that we'll go, and uh, it's a good test, especially coming right out of the gate doing it, but uh, I think it's necessary, and getting a lot of information and reps, which is exactly what you want this time of year. Sean, was this a scheduled day off for Todd? It was. Yeah, that was part of the plan, and he's feeling good. He, he took part in some of the stuff that we did this morning, um, but uh, you know he'll be back out here tomorrow. What is the plan like? Can you kind of share it with us? Is it like an every other day thing? Is it just? It's it's hard. You know, for the first four days it will be, but really the first four days represents kind of the only regularity that we have in camp because, you know, we're we're practicing against the Chargers on you know staggered days, and then we break camp the following day after the second practice against the Chargers, then go up to Napa. So it's kind of a you know, and then we're going to Hawaii as well. So there's a lot of different things, but really the first four days that was part of the plan, and then we'll kind of see where we're at after that. How has uh, Aaron been through the first couple of days? Have you been watching? Yeah. It's pretty good. You know, he's, uh, you know, like I said, Gary, I I think the biggest thing is is just the way that he affects his teammates, having him here, what that represents. And then, uh, you know, when he turns it up, you see why uh, the production is what it is and and why he's the special player that he is. But it's just been great having him out here. And the best part about Aaron is he's going to look at himself, he's going to be critical, and he's going to come out tomorrow expecting to improve on some of the things that he did today. With, without Todd out here, you get to see more of Malcolm Brown and some of the other guys. What do you see from that group so far? I know it's early. Malcolm Brown's a great player. You know, I, I, we, we've always felt that Malcolm Brown is a starting caliber back. Uh, when we lost him last year against Detroit, that was a huge loss for us because he does so many valuable things for us, Lindsey, special teams, and then really, you know, for the same reasons that Todd plays so many snaps, we feel like Malcolm uh, has the capability to play on all three downs. Uh, it gives us a chance to see a lot of those backs. Daryl Anderson, John Kelly's done some good stuff, Justin Davis, so um, it's a good chance for those guys, but it's just great having Malcolm back healthy, had a good offseason, and he started off the camp the right way. Just stop. 
Yeah, he's done a great job. I thought he had a great offseason. I think immediately you just see the veteran presence that he has, the versatility. Uh, he's got great movement. He looks really healthy. He's looking good. Uh, I think he feels good. And, you know, we want to make sure that we keep him at that, you know, keep him that way, feeling good going into the Carolina game. But but we're certainly glad to have Clay here, and, and he's been uh, he's been outstanding so far. Uh, Sean, you stopped practice there for a moment. What what happened? What was the reason for stoppage? And what were you trying to get across? You know, really, there's just some things we just want to be smart about how we practice. And, and the guys, have, the, the thing that's been refreshing about these guys is they've always done whatever we ask and uh, couldn't be more appreciative of that. And, you know, we got a chance to talk about a couple things and they responded the right way, finished it off, and, and then uh, we got some of our younger guys some good work at the end there. Just a little too aggressive? or I think it's, yeah, it wasn't even necessarily aggressive, Gary. It was more of just being smart, especially when we don't have the pads on. We talk about some of the things with the practice etiquette and, and you know, part of being a pro is learning how to practice and still be able to go full speed but minimize some of the risk for injury and uh, we just want to make sure that we're always aware of that and, and that's really what we talk about. What do you see from Akeem Tlaib? Looks like he's putting in forth a lot of effort for a guy who's been in the league for a very long time. He's a great competitor. I think when you when you see the success he's had over his career, Lindsay, it's because he brings it, you know, and, and when when he turns it up, I mean, you see why he's been an all-pro player, uh, played at such a high level for a long time. He's such a smart, instinctual player, and, you know, I, I you know, love having him out here, love picking his brain. You know, he's he sees the game so well. I think, you know, guys like him and Weddle and Marcus and Mikel, you know, the, and John Johnson, even, you know, with the experience he's accumulated now in the first couple years of his career, they're great for, for Jared to be able to work against those tough coverage principles and um, you know love having a keep out here competing like that. I understand that uh, Coach Henderson is one of the main reasons why he wanted to be here for OTAs and you know, techniques and things he's been teaching. What have you seen uh, Henderson bring to that deal? I think it's just that, Miles. He's he's done an excellent job implementing some different things. Uh, we're, we're, we've added a couple things that we can do specific to the situation with some personnel groupings, moving guys around, but um, I just think it's, you know, uh, come in here, done a great job working in collaboration with Coach Bogardis and Coach Sula, and they've done an outstanding job with our front. Sean Taylor Rapp, what do you kind of envision his role this season and what have you seen from him so far? Well, I think when you look at his career in, in college, he was a really versatile player, did a great job playing in the box as a blitzer, um, you know, great instincts, especially in those traffic situations, but he can definitely play in the post, he's got good ball skills, but I think that's to be determined. I think, you know, just day, day after day, he's going to continue to carve out a role for himself, but you know, it's still so early in camp. You know, we're two practices in, and uh, we got a long way to go. But he's a guy that had a great college career, did a lot of good things through the offseason program. And, you know, I think once we get, you know, some more work and some more practices, we'll have a better feel for where he's at. But I think he's going to get more comfortable every single day. The, uh, the relationship between the quarterback and the center is kind of a unique one. Um, are there any keys just in general that you think go into making that a, a good relationship? Yeah, I, think, I think it's like anything else. You know, the, the better you get to know each other, the better you can communicate the better you're able to adapt and adjust to the different situations that come up. But um, I think Jared and Brian seem to have a really good rapport. And, you know, the, the best part about it is those things happen organically because they enjoy each other, and I think there's a mutual respect that exists. But uh, we've been really pleased with that. It was the same thing. You know, you look at what a great job John Sullivan did for us the last couple of years, uh, how smart he was for Brian to be able to see the way John led and the way that he interacted with Jared. I think is such a great example of what it looks like to do it right, and, and Brian's one of those guys that we're hopeful will take those steps all right thanks guys coach mcveigh 
sounded very confident himself. Just getting things together, but just like just to touch on the uh, the new center. Yeah, they're, they're looking pretty good. I'm so glad that Andrew Whitworth did decide to come back because he's definitely that veteran presence on the offensive line. He could really help out. He could really help these young guys, especially the guy that's right next to him. That's a rookie or a first-year guy. He could really help him out. Football's a fast season. Football is a fast season, but this is like... It's going to take time. It's going to take time. But this is, this is the time where you develop that camaraderie. You get into some of those preseason games. You can kind of evaluate and see where you're at. Last year, it was Baltimore where Sean McVay discovered Eric Weddle's like, who is this guy? He's blown up all of our plays. Yeah, and that's another godsend that the L.A. Rams have is like, you got Eric Weddle on your defense. You have the quarterback of your defense. Already a great defense. Now your defense is going to be even better. And Eric Weddle had led the Baltimore's Ravens defense to the number one defense for the three seasons that he was there. So imagine that. That's a huge perk.